Please sit comfortably. Good evening, everyone on Zoom. Um, we've just finished a, a one-week session. Do you know some of the people here um, participated in, in it as well? And um, I've got a little bit of Dharma talk fatigue tonight, so this one might be a bit brief. Um, but first of all, I wanted to share with you a, a poem um, that I came across, um, which really um, captures um, sort of the, the essence of interconnectedness between things. And it's written by um, Kathleen Rain, who it says here was born in London in 1908. Um, and this poem is called A Spell for Creation. Within the flower, there lies a seed. Within the seed, there springs a tree. Within the tree, there spreads a wood. In the wood, there burns a fire. And in the fire, there melts a stone. Within the stone, a ring of iron. Within the ring, there lies an O. Within the O, there looks an eye. In the eye, there swims a sea, and in the sea, the reflected sky. And in the sky, there shines the sun. Within the sun, a bird of gold. Within the bird, there beats a heart. And from the heart, it flows a song. And in the song, there sings a word. In the word, there speaks a world, a world of joy, a world of grief. From joy and grief, there springs my love. O oh, love, my love, there springs a world, and on the world there shines a sun. And in the sun there burns a fire. Within the fire consumes my heart. And in my heart there beats a bird. And in the bird there wakes an eye. Within the eye, earth, sea and sky. Earth, sky and sea within an O, like the seed within the flower. Lovely poem, eh? Real, um, really captures the essence of, um, of interconnectedness and, and intimacy with all things, which is um, uh, what we're um, aspiring to through our Zen practice. Um, I'd like to transfer by association into one of the talks I gave at session and to say a little bit about um, what came out of it in terms of a group that we're planning to form. But one of the, um, the last talk I gave was on um, uh, Zen and the moral spirit, which was looking at the importance of precepts in, um, in Zen training, which often doesn't get as much emphasis as the meditation or the inside aspects, but they're, they're part, it's a very important part. And as I was explaining in the session, if you look at the Eightfold Noble Path, in the Four Noble Truths, you can basically see it's the three categories. And the three categories are insight um, into the nature of things, 
um, and meditation and also precepts. And one way of thinking of what Zen practice is, it's a synergy of those three things together. And you need all three for the practice to be whole. Right? So you can take um, meditation out of that and just um, you know, practice meditation without um, any aspiration towards insight. It might be just calming or relaxing. Um, but it'll only take you so far. Uh, it'll be beneficial, but it'll only take you so far. Or you could take precepts out of it and just practice the precepts and never meditate or never move towards insight, just trying to be a good person. You'll get benefit out of that, but it won't deepen if you haven't got the other two. Um, be more just like um, uh, being a, a socially good person without a, a deeper understanding of what, about what goodness is. And if you were just to practice insight, then it can tend up end up being a um, somewhat intellectual experience, which again is useful. Um, but as we say in Zen, you need to understand the teaching in your bones, right? It's, it needs to be in your bones, in the marrow, you know, for it to be really embodied. So have the three together and you've got a complete practice, which is where the um, precepts come in. And um, I don't want to go through every point I made in the Dharma talk, but just to outline um, one point. Uh, the precepts are traditionally um, stated in the negative. Don't steal, don't lie, don't harbour anger, etc. Um, some modern versions, like my friend and, uh, and uh, Ordinary Mind Dharma teacher Diane Rosetto in his book, Waking Up to What You Do, frames them in the positive. Uh, I take up the way of being generous, etc. And I think we need both. I think we need a version that states it both in the negative and the positive aspiration of it. Because what's involved in um, morality, in practicing the precepts, is the ability to inhibit. So an impulse comes up to um, be angry at someone or resentful or whatever, you notice it and, and it's actually an inhibitory process. Not, I've committed not to doing that, I'm not doing it because it's harmful. Um, but there's also the other side of it where you feel compassion or generosity or love or whatever and you, you want to freely express that, give expression to it. So it needs both sides. And um, what we've um, decided to do um, is to develop a preset group, which is why I'm mentioning it now. But you can hear the, the longer talk on, on, um, on um, iCloud as well. But we're um, inviting, um, I'll be giving some information to Althea to put out in Zen chat um, with a, a little um, statement about what the group is involved and we'll be inviting expressions of interest um, from people who may be interested in being part of that group. And um, there'll be a deadline in about two weeks, so there's plenty of time for people to express their interest. And once we get a, a gathering of people, and so far um, I've had um, a lot of interest from a lot of people. Um, you know, it seems like there's a, at, least, uh, at least half a dozen people who are interested in, in doing it. So once we get a group together, um, 
will formulate a bit more structure about um, how long it will go for. Like I'm thinking maybe it'd be meeting every two weeks or it might be meeting every month, but the group would have input in deciding that. And then there's the questions on whether um, we do it like we do here, that would be some people in the room and some people on Zoom, or whether we do it all on Zoom, there's still all questions to be to be resolved. And, um, and having someone um, facilitate the group, uh, or whether there's a shared facilitation, um, which that would mean not someone being in the role of the teacher, but making sure that the group works functionally, you know, everyone gets to speak, good time limits around it, etc. Um, and and keeping on task. So um, there'll be something in Zen Chat coming up shortly. Um, but if you're you're interested in that and being a part of that, um, let us know, and we'll we'll take it from there. Um, I think it's a good. Um, I think it's a good process for it to be um, basically a, a peer group sharing experience that the teacher's not necessarily driving. I think that, that gives more opportunity for people to, to um, share. And um, I can be involved by invitation. Um, if you want, one, if you get stuck or you want maybe want a session in the beginning or the end for me to give more input into it. Um, but it'll be very much a, a group process. And like all group, group therapy, uh, if we can use that as a model, um, it'll be a closed group. It won't be... So everyone would have to commit for the number of the sessions and um, because by, by having a closed group rather than people just coming in and out, um, it helps to uh, deepen the trust between people in terms of what people share and disclose and maintain the confidentiality of it.